Fuck it. Okay, we are recording for the first time in Bro Show history. We don't have Christian with us. So No Pip. Today's bros are Alan and Paul. Today's recording is what is today? October third? Yeah. October third. All of it is set to all of Christian settings. Like that's what I was looking at. I'm like, okay, I normally wouldn't do this, but I'm gonna have to change this back um, once I get um, off of his off of his account. So yeah. Okay. We'll see if this if this is the first first and last or if this is the first of many. This should be the first of many. I don't know uh, what Christian's been up to, but I think I introduced him to a little bit of crack too. So Um Yeah, well that might be part of it. Yeah. I know um, he just got an I, he just got a new PC, so that's it's like a chef giving them a, a new piece of cookware. Maybe they maybe that's taking up a lot of time. He's experimenting with his new PC. Mm-hmm. Well, I introduced. Well, he got introduced to a video game uh, called Heroes of the Storm. Okay. And he he was playing it quite a bit. I don't know if he's actually been playing. I, I take that uh-huh. back. I mean, he could actually be doing family stuff, which is probably what it is. But I like to think that when I call him and he doesn't pick up, that he's just like looking at it and hitting ignore, and then just keep playing his <laughs> video game on his PC. <laughs> yeah, we we'll just you know give him I mean? the benefit of the doubt. So. I don't know. I mean, yeah, well, it's it's family. It's important family stuff. Yeah, because I know for me, a big one is uh, the school year started. So for parents, that's kind of it changes the the work week and the just the flow of the week, depending on how many how many hours of free time you have and how how systematic it is that you do the same stuff every week, such as this show. But um, yeah, we'll we'll get them back. We'll get them back. We'll get him listening to a few episodes. Oh, I'm not worried about that, man. What's it called? So I started a new position almost at work. Almost. It's crazy. Um, um, like, it's weird because there's no position for it. So there, my, my new boss, the director, is kind of trying to figure out why things are, are slow at the hospital. Like, certain processes uh-huh. are slow. I had to gently remind him. I'm like... They, I'm the youngest person, the youngest person that yeah, that yeah. works in the hospital, and so I actually uh, know how computers work. Uh, you know, and on top of knowing how computers work, like I know how to design stuff and I know how to program stuff, and I've worked with people to design websites. So I look at the programs that we have at the hospital, and it's just like, yeah, this you can do this with this and this and that, and they and nobody <laughs> has any idea. I feel like. Have you ever, I, you know, I know this is going to sound, again, this is going to sound pretty vain. You know, I, I, I tend to do that often. Um, I feel like there's times where I'm like the smartest person in the room just because the the way they look at me when I talk. I'm like, guys, this is really, I, 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 I am a nerd. This is, this is, I know this is uncommon knowledge already. But you guys staring at me while I talk about the, this. That means you're in the wrong room, right? Isn't that how it goes? If you're better. the smartest person in the room, then that means you're in the wrong room? Pretty much. So, you know, they, they, they're essentially, uh, they've, they've tapped me for, for this position, and I have no idea if I'm going to keep it or not. I have no idea. I'm just. So, what is the position? Like, uh, this job. E- electronic so. evolution position? Or. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> what what you... call, that's what I'll call it. Because they've, they've actually had me talk to. They've actually had me talk to uh, the people who control the hospital's processes and the informatics. Uh-huh. And I, you know, can you please talk to them and see if you can figure that out? I'm like, 
sure we already did <laughs> dude you're you, they're about to so. hire you those guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they they said if you had a degree in it i'm like i have a degree in nuclear engineering does that count like, <laughs> like no we, we need it <laughs> yeah we need it um you're you're underqualified here sir so, so I don't I don't know yeah. if it's the same at your work, but I know at ours we'll have um, certain computer programs that are that 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 are implemented to aid and and substitute for like some pen and ink processes that we do. But all we do is add we still like we still keep the pen and ink stuff. Like we don't replace anything. So yeah, mm. let's say we have like no, see, let's say like- we have like pen and ink. Um, Okay, like in the Navy, we had like log taking, you know, and then mm-hmm. if, if there was like automated log taking, we would still do the pen and ink log taking. So that's kind of how we do some stuff at work. So now now you have two things to do. <laughs> yeah. Instead see, of like, just the one, you know. I I am trying to change that. I don't uh-huh. want there to be a double like because for me that kills time. And if it kills time, then you're not as – you can't be as productive. Yeah, it's so, not efficient. No, it's not. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I, I, I'm a lot of people still write stuff on paper and I'm like, we have the whole Microsoft suite. Yeah. And we have, um, what's it called? We have a program mm-hmm. that's bought by the hospital to use to increase productivity, but you guys still insist on writing pen and paper. Yeah. So I, you know, and I can't, I, I just, you know, being there for the last week, I'm like we. I can't believe how much paper you've printed to just throw mm-hmm. away, and then how much paper you've printed just to re-scan that and then put it into a different system. Yeah, the old system, right? So, you know, yeah, yeah. I think so, uh, like for some yeah. people, I think it's maybe a, a factor of like they they don't get it, like they're not in tune with they 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 prefer the old system. But some people, I think, just change in general. They kind of rubs them the wrong um, way. I'm not gonna lie. Most of the nurses I deal with are like in their fifties, and it's just not the mm-hmm. computer was just not mm-hmm. part of the workflow. So you know, it's uh, it's tough yeah. for them to deal with. So, anyways, I you know I realize yeah. this is yeah. probably the I, I any the the three listeners we have have probably just turned off the podcast because this is boring as shit. So. <laughs> No, this is this is the first twenty minutes. This is, the, this is this is what we do, right? This is stretching before we're rolling. You got you have to do something. If you just start rolling, you're gonna have a sore muscle like I have now. Yeah. So you said you are. Are you still pretty sore? Did you did you look into the whole protein thing? Um, kind of. Yeah. So, um, as far as quantity of protein and even just my my dieting in general, like the quantity of intake that I have and how frequently I eat. You know, I'm looking at changing that, but also like, um, preventing like when I'm not doing jujitsu, my body is pretty lazy. Like at work, it's a lot of sitting down. I there's a lot of driving. Like I, I drive 40, 70 miles, but you know, like it's thirty five miles each way to work. And then when I get home, mm-hmm. I sit down a lot. You know, when unless you know and. and Oh, so you're pretty. Uh-huh. You're, I was gonna say, so you're pretty sedentary. It, yeah. Th- so that's that's why I like jujitsu. But so now I'm thinking, as far as like, in addition to changing the way I eat, I should change kind of just the way I move around when during the idle time also. Yeah, there was a while where I was working you know? at an office, and 
in the office, uh-huh. uh, one of the girls there was complaining about how she had gained so much weight and she wished that she lost weight. So she got herself uh-huh. a medicine ball or one of those Swiss balls uh-huh. and she took her chair out and she was actually sitting yeah. on that. And that lasted for about an hour. And then um, so uh-huh. it was just sitting in the office. So I took it and I actually used it. I used it for the entire yeah. I think, six months I was there. So they yeah. said, oh, why would you use a chair like that? You know, then I, you know, in my head, I'm like, look at you. Mm-hmm. Now look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, so that for me, especially the upper body part, because I do, I, I, I am mindful of trying not to sit down a lot, but then that just means I walk around. So my legs are actually in pretty good shape and re- have always been relatively because like I grew up doing playing soccer and doing Kung Fu and stuff. So I've had pretty strong legs. And, and my core is relatively strong, but like as far as my upper body and, and shoulders and back and stuff, even when, even walking around that, that's still part of, you know, it's still kind of set in there. Like it, my upper body is pretty quiet, even when I'm being active, when I'm trying to be active throughout all time. So I have to make a conscious decision to focus on the upper body part because it doesn't come natural, you know? See, but the thing is, and, like, uh, the re- I, mm-hmm. I remember asking you before if you lifted for jujitsu like mm-hmm. aside from jujitsu, what else would you lift for? Like, there's no. It's hard to do like a maintenance body lifting, like a calisthenics program. Um, but if you actually, well, when I I did for um, like when I was in the navy, I felt like I had a pretty good routine, like a calisthenics routine. And then um, I know you've heard like la- okay. last year I did like the Biggest Loser thing at work, like two months of fitness and nutrition and stuff, and I incorporated a lot of calisthenics in that routine. So. I've I've know I know that um I've known probably from teenage like from being a teenager and onward I knew that like my my upper body was relatively weak just because of I had a background focused on lower body and legs and so since then I've I have I have uh since then I've I've known that I've had to play catch up but uh now with jujitsu it's like another reason like okay you're still having to play catch up <laughs> You know, like the the foundation is still being set for like building up my upper body. You know, what's funny is with jujitsu, the best way to get in shape for jujitsu uh-huh. is just to do more jujitsu. Like people have told me, yeah, you know, hey, um, I, I don't want to do jujitsu jujitsu until I'm at least in a little bit of shape. And I was like, the best way to get in jujitsu mm-hmm. shape is to just do more jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So, because that that kind of that yeah. kind of uh, that kind of uh, fitness is it's it's pretty unique. So, you know, yep, don't... yep, yep. Yeah, there's there's some there's something that's kind of like a it's, there's a signature to that type of like that type of motion that you don't really get in any other type of workout. It's a lot of. I mean, you know, it, my 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 jujitsu instructor said that the closest thing you'll get to jujitsu for your hips is, is Zumba. Fight? You know, Zumba. Oh, is he really? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's just joking around, though. It's yeah, funny. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's just joking around. So, yeah. Maybe. Oh wow. <laughs> Maybe you're like, how do you know that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I guess, I, I guess that works. But um, yeah. I, speaking of that Swiss ball, I remember when I was like early this year, I had to take a trip, and then uh, me and a coworker, we went, we went down to the hotel gym just to work out, and like he he grabbed some dumbbells, and he was he was lifting a little bit and stuff, right? Well, I I used that Swiss ball, and I was trying to like balance on it, like. First, like on my knees and my hands, and then on just my knees, and then even like my one knee and one foot, like just trying to balance on it. You know how hard that is to do for like more than I don't know sixty seconds to two or three minutes. 
Like they, it, yes, it gets pretty, it I gets do. pretty tough. I absolutely do. No, there's a, what do you call it? I remember there was some, uh, jujitsu guy that was doing, he was doing a lot of these crazy tricks on the, on the uh-huh. Swiss ball. And, um, he was essentially standing yeah. on it. He would go from, you know, sitting on it and then roll uh-huh. over to his knees and then, you know, balance himself out yeah. and stand on it and like jump yeah, around on it. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, that could, you know, <laughs> Hey, let me, let me see how, how, how this yeah. will fare. Uh, yeah, really yeah. hard, really, really hard. The floor is really hard yeah. too. So <laughs> it's uh, your core strength has to your core and your balance and, has to and be and really also um, like I, I've had a feeling it'll be hard. But for me, the surprising part was like um, how much stamina I was using. Like it was, it was actually kind of exhausting, just kind of trying to stay up there. You know, it was like just this constant challenge of moving around and trying to compensate for all your imbalances. Yeah, no, I it, you know. If, I'm not sure how much you've played around with yoga either, but um, like I'm a big proponent of yoga mm-hmm. because I feel like it, it balances mm-hmm. it balances a lot of uh, like left and right hand dominant stuff. It, it forces both sides yeah. to be um, equally as strong. Um, yeah, I I actually almost recommend that plus jujitsu. And if you mm-hmm. if you if you're doing both jujitsu and yoga and you're not in shape, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't the uh, isn't that like Hicks on Gracie was it wasn't he known for like he he was uh, he, he he practiced he did yoga and he was also a black belt of jujitsu and it made like it made him unstoppable <laughs> when he was like in his prime. Yeah, because that? of how I mean, it just made him so flexible. And not only was he flexible, but everything everything was strong. So yeah, so and he like... was in, and he was balanced also. So mm-hmm. a lot of knowledge, a lot of strategy, a lot of strength, a lot of conditioning. So it was one from what I heard. It was one reason that they didn't use him to represent the Gracie family when the UFC first started. It's too dominant. Because, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So they were like, "Oh, it'd be more impressive if we use like a, a regular-looking guy like Hoist Gracie." Yeah. Well, have you, have you seen? Have you seen his um his documentary? I think they called it Choke. Which which one? For Hoist or Hickson? Hickson. Or? Hickson. No, I haven't. Hickson has a Hickson has a uh, has a documentary. It's, I want to say it's a couple, like almost a couple hours. And it just follows oh, really? him through the fight game, oh, like no early, way. early fight game. Yeah, you gotta check it out. Is it on Netflix? Um, you could try Netflix. I don't, I, I don't know. You know. I'm not. I, I'm not quite sure where you can recently, find it, but it, we recently you can find it. I'm pretty sure you can find it on YouTube. Oh, okay, I'll check. Pretty sure you can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, Netflix has a thing. Christian told me that. T-Mobile pays for Netflix now. Like, if you have a qualifying T-Mobile account, then they pay for your Netflix subscription. You get you get free Netflix. I guess so. Yeah, nice. I didn't even get like because I just started it just for that reason, and then I didn't even give Netflix my credit card number. It just says build to T-Mobile. I'm like, oh, cool. So I told, I told the guys at work this this guy there's a guy at work that's been telling me to get Netflix out this whole time, and I keep telling him like, nah, I don't want to pay the monthly expense. And he's like, dude, you somehow your cheap ass finagled away to get T-Mobile to pay for not just your Netflix but everybody's Netflix accounts. <laughs> Have you um did you did you get the upgraded or did you get the, the as basic? far as T-Mobile or Netflix? No Netflix. Oh, uh, I didn't know there was an upgraded, so I guess I just got whatever they. Whatever was free. So what's I guess it's, it's just the basic. One. I think the the I think the regular the regular Netflix is like nine bucks. Okay. And then the other one's like fifteen. What's what's so what's the extra money for? Um, I think if I remember right, you can stream to more devices at the same time. So like if if you know you and your wife and your kid will all want to watch different streams. Oh, I see. I see. Then you can. Okay. So it's almost like having, like it's almost so like having two or three different accounts. Also, um, 
It sounds like. No, so that way it's all you can all do it in one. I know, account. but when you when it's it's all, so essentially it would be as if you had more than one account in the same household, right? I can be I can be watching a Netflixing on the, in the, in the room, and they could be watching one in the living room, right. whatever. And then on, on top of that, um, there's also 4K streaming. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what are you watching on Netflix? Um, what did I recently watch? Oh, I'm starting the OJ Simpson thing. People, the People versus OJ Simpson. The OJ Simpson. Thing. Cause, well, and part okay. part of it was like the headline, you know, because he's out now, right? You heard about that a couple of days ago. He's he's out of prison. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. And got then it and then there's this That's weird awesome. thing that I've had like last couple months, even since before Netflix, I've been going on this thing where like I start looking back on all these old memories of '90s stuff. Like I watched a couple different old movies that were like '90s related. I I, I read about the Monica Lewinsky scandal, just like just like on a whim. I think I think it came up in conversation, and I'm like, and, and then there were some details that I, I was like, I don't remember it happening this way. Let me check it out now, and now, especially now that, you know, I'm an adult and I'm not a teenager, and so maybe it reads differently now. No man, I'm, that's some crazy stuff that happened, by the way. And then also the OJ thing, like, I just uh, I just read like all the all the different facts and the the timeline of events that happened. I'm like, man, even that one that was really crazy. So then I, then I saw that thing on Netflix and I wanted to check it out. But another one that I wanted to watch. Oh, I, I remember. I wanted to tell you about it. I don't know if you remember. There's a Robin Williams movie called What Dreams May Come. It came out in like maybe 97. Uh-huh. 90, or something like 97, 98. But um, it was it was really, really fascinating movie about how like him and his wife. Have you heard of it? I think so. If I remember right, so the basic the the basic premise is um, he's he and his wife they fall in love, and then he dies and he goes to heaven, and heaven's great and everything, but he misses his wife, and um, there's this whole thing where she's alive and he's dead, but he's still trying to kind of contact her. So there's like this there's this ghost like theme to the movie for the first part of it, but then spoiler alert, she ends up like being so depressed because she misses Robin Williams that she ends up killing herself. So now he's like, oh man, that sucks. Well, where is she? Now that she's dead, she should be up here. And they're like, no, well, suicides don't go here. They go to, they go to a different place. Like, because they're suicides. Yeah. And then, so the second half of the movie is pretty dark. Like, so he's like, well, I'm going to go down there and, and go get her. And they're like, well, if you go down there, you're not coming back. And he's like, no, it's not. Well, you you don't know us, you know, We're, we have a different kind of love. So it's, it's a love story. But um, as I was watching it, I was like, holy crap, this is kind of eerie because Robin Williams died of suicide. So <laughs> that's that's a weird little Not creepy footnote. at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then like throughout the movie and like watching it, I, I, I remember thinking, man, this is a very different movie now than before. And I think for a lot of reasons. And so one of them was... Um, like I, th- I think from what I remember, I think I just watched it with my girlfriend at the time before, and I was probably just trying to like get close to her, and I wasn't really focused on watching the movie. But then also, there's a there's a weird thing about me with spoilers. They, I actually like spoilers in movies because then it allows me to pay attention to the movie, you know, and not just trying to hold on to the story. You no, know, I do that. Like there'll be times where I will be in the middle of watching a movie, like I'll, I'll turn the TV on. And I'll get through. Yeah, I'll watch. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start. I'll I'll be into. I'll just flip the channels, and a movie is like maybe twenty minutes in, thirty minutes in, or maybe thirty minutes left. 
So I'll look the movie up on. Yep, yep. I'll look up the movie on Wikipedia just to see what happened, and then yeah, uh, I'm like, okay, I know the plot, and just kind of see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, save some time. Yeah, because uh, other otherwise, like, and I don't, I don't mind spoilers, but sometimes I feel like all I'm doing is is trying to keep an eye out for that spoiler and I'm missing, you know, like the special effects and the acting and the dialogue and the storytelling and stuff. So when, so that's why I've always been uh, kind of a person that likes watching a movie again. Um, oh, that makes sense. Because I catch different stuff. You know, I catch different stuff throughout the movie. So, um, yeah, watching it now, that was one reason that it was different. Another reason is I'm married now. So, you know, I can kind of relate. I wonder if what happens, you know, I put myself in Robin Williams' character's shoes and stuff and... Oh, and um, you're taking that w- a, a pretty dark rabbit hole now, man. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it kind of was, and it, I went down another another really dark one, but not, not I don't want to mention it. But yeah, uh, my segue is it reminded me of when um, do you remember that movie Fear with Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that movie, that, yeah, yeah. So that movie, uh, actually, a coworker. Like within the last five years, a coworker told me, "Dude, watch that movie now that you're a father." And oh yeah, no, very that's... different movie now that you're oh, a father yeah. because when I first watched it, I, I I guess I related more mostly to Reese Witherspoon, like the teenage protagonist having to deal with whatever you know, parents and trying to trying to like school stuff. But then now, like as a father, where there's just somebody that's invading, like infecting themselves in your life, and like, you, and your kid likes them there, and you, there's not much you can do. Like, holy crap, that is a that, that's a mind twist. Oh, when what's it called? I watched, um, I re with my wife. I re, we rewatched Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, and, really? Yeah, and I was just like, this is beyond crazy. Like. <laughs> This this movie should not be a comedy. <laughs> I'm like, no one finds this fucking weird at all, at all. No, you know. And then I start picking apart the plot too. I'm like, yeah. Why the fuck? Why the fuck would he take a leak with the freaking door open? I mean, you have this gigantic secret. I know. This gigantic secret, and you, to do, go take a piss, you leave the door open <laughs> like, like a fucking savage. <laughs> like you're you're committing some major felonies you, here, buddy. You at least lock the door when you go to the well, restroom. <laughs> no, it, it's not even it's not even that. It's it's dude, you have done everything to keep this lie going. Think about all the lies he's had to swirl. I know, I know. And just oh, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take a piss. Like, now. dude, that's how you get I'm, caught. I'm Are you it, really? <laughs> I'm gonna do it stand, and you're gonna do it standing up. <laughs> standing up. Yep. You know the magic of movie making. So you know that's which, and then the, and, yeah, but and, that tells just, me like just, it, it was. It is pretty impressive. I to me that they can suspend my belief so far off reality. That I didn't even think about that when I first watched the movie. Well, I also you know? had to think to myself, like I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about him and his kids, and you know, all that. it's funny. Well, and you, everything. you also got to remember, like, when were we watching this? Is 1997 or 1998 or something like that? So that had to be, you know, yeah. while we were in junior high. Oh, how funny! Ha ha ha! Right? No, dude. Like you, I, I, I watch it now. Yeah, like, it, how is this not a horror movie? How is this? What? Because also, I'll. Also, I, I went into it not watching. I didn't not watching Mrs. Doubtfire. I went into it watching a Robin Williams movie, 
And so, you know, we're talking about the genie from Aladdin here. So in my mind, he was like, dude, he can do no wrong. Like when I, it's like when I watch a Denzel movie, I don't care what he does. He's the good guy to me. Oh, no, <laughs> man. Like that's, that's just fucking creepy. And even that, like, like, let's, yeah. let's bring, like even Aladdin, rewatch Aladdin. Hey, the princess uh-huh. is uh, 16 years old. Good job. You know, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going, you're, oh, no, you're going no, no. into an arranged marriage in three days because he turned 16. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no one found that weird. No one. You know? Never mind the uh, – so it wasn't the magic carpet that did you in? That part was believable, right? No, and then it's also that, that strange Disney part where it's like you have a uh, a parrot that talks, but the tiger doesn't. Uh-huh. The tiger is not quite there. It's like <laughs> it's like goofy walking Pluto, you know? Wait, they're both dogs. <laughs> Uh, well, what about or, or what about how this um, – isn't it that the way Aladdin found the place – like the diamond in the rough, that place where the genie was, that place like seeks out Aladdin. Like no one is going to know of this place except for Aladdin, right? Mm-hmm. And so really like Jafar, you didn't stand a chance, buddy. This thing was like destiny. Like <laughs> there's nothing in your human power that you could do to prevent destiny from happening. Aladdin was going to find that genie and they're going to screw you guys up and he was going to get the girl and you were going to lose. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's a little too convenient for me. <laughs> a little too convenient. Yeah, no, I wasn't thinking yeah. about any of that. No, mm-hmm. we've no, turned pretty cynical so in our uh, <laughs> over the years. In our old in our old age, we have definitely become <laughs> yeah. become more cynical. Yep. I I can't I can't rewatch. It's it's hard for me to rewatch stuff because I'm just, it, you know. I also came to the conclusion that so many, so many uh, '90s movies, the plot yeah. would be cut into like a. A fourth, if uh, they just had a cell, phone, if they just had a cell phone. Oh yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> no kidding. Like a lot of know, the crime self- dramas that I watch, a lot like a lot of police movies and like a lot of uh, like Criminal Minds and uh, SVU on TV and stuff. I'm like, uh, man, so I'm not, not, I mean, not new SVU, but like you know, back when it first started, I'm like, dude, cell phone footage, boom, you're done, <laughs> case solved. Yeah. boom, you're done. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. True that. Or hey, uh. He left. Uh, the 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 victim was in the middle of a phone call, and uh, he was recording it. Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely the killer. Right like there. like in this uh, like the OJ one I'm just watching. Like OJ, you were definitely there. Your GPS on your phone told me you were there exactly the time that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Congrats, Bonehead. You're. Uh, <laughs> you're but, but like some of the stuff I rewatch, yeah. and I think the, uh, the opposite. I'm like, man, this thing was way ahead of its time. Like for me, this Rob, this that Robin Williams movie that I just watched, What Dreams May Come. I thought, damn, th- this uh-huh. is this is like a Christopher Nolan movie, but in the '90s. Like it's like the audience wasn't ready for it. And then like Star Wars, I, I have always thought that about Star Wars. Like it came out, uh, so, you know, in the. So, huh. It's like Inception somewhat inception well just like the concepts are pretty abstract and then the special effects are really impressive but then they the the themes of the movie are not even centered around special effects the special effects are just like icing on the cake but really there's all these different um there's these things that you don't even think are you you think that you can't even capture them in a movie but then they're able to capture it you know yeah like uh i you know Fight Club. It, now that I think about Fight it, Fight Club Inception was one to me. Is about no. It, it the the theme the theme to that is the same thing as the Robin Williams movie. 
Is there a pretty as similar? far as uh, oh, as far as love transcending like regular life and stuff. Yeah, like he, uh, his wife is trapped in his brain, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 and 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 fucks up essentially everything. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I I mean I I liked Inception a lot too, and it's because oh, of all the different layers I, of I thought, stuff and. I, I my cousin has a thing where he talks about how much he hates Christopher Nolan movies because, um, he says in all Christopher Nolan movies, if you watch them, uh-huh. um. Essentially, Christopher Nolan spends, you know, a good hour and a half building up these rules. Uh-huh. And then he introduces this one thing that breaks all those rules <laughs> in order for the movie to go forward. Uh, yeah, I can, I can see that. I don't know if he's the only one, though. Yeah. I would imagine that there's probably other other types of movie formats that do the same thing. Well, I'm sure there's other directors that, that, well, that go usually that, that, it, that well, really use that. In a Disney movie, usually the thing that breaks all the rules is the princess. <laughs> like a, a girl comes along. The guy, yeah. the guy was happy, kick, kicking in. Uh, he was he was happy, enjoying his regular alpha male life, and then some girl comes along, and all these problems come up. <laughs> I there was a um, there was a, a picture that showed like all the Disney princesses, you know, all gathered together and hanging out. Yeah. And it uh, it showed each one of them talking, and one of them's like, "I stumble like for Snow White. I stumbled into a house full of seven dwarves. Started they, you know, they forced me to clean their house uh, to run away. It just essentially showed how dumb each of the plots were. Oh, really? <laughs> so and and how how anti-feminist every one of those things are. <laughs> and I'm not one of those, you know, like super hardcore feminist dudes. But I just thought it was very interesting to, to look at how, you know, Disney – and I think the, the picture was called, like, how Disney is conditioning your girls to, you know, be helpless and to wait for a oh, savior. Oh, man. Well, I, and you I – You want to talk about cynical. No kidding, man. <laughs> and I've, I've always thought for movies to me, the storytelling has, is more important than the story because you could tell the same story like okay. a number of different ways. You know, and and focus on key aspects, and 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 send a certain messages based on that story. Um, how, however you want, like whatever the message you want it to be, is what the story could be. Because, have, like, have you heard that thing about the Karate Kid? How they said that Daniel is really the bad guy. There's oh, like I this, watched that video. I yeah, there's like hilarious. a yeah, and and, and and you're like, wow, they're using, they're using like actual footage. You're like, well, I'm I'm almost convinced you might be right. <laughs> Yeah, when they show, they're like, yeah, so Daniel's out of the tournament, and Mr. Miyagi does some magic shit to his leg, obviously cheating. <laughs> what the fuck is yeah. that? You know, like, he's already out of the tournament, and then he walks back in? <laughs> uh, yeah, not fair. Or, like, in the beginning, they're like, you know, he all they're doing is talking until Daniel goes to say, like, he's the one that instigates the fight. <laughs> the other guy is just defending himself. Right, 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 yeah. Oh, I was dying. Yeah, dying that's, that's pretty cool. I like, I like those little YouTube edits that so, they do. But it, remi- it reminded me of. Uh, I also watched another YouTube video. It talked about uh, confirmation bias. I, it was actually it was talking about poker. Actually, like there's certain there's certain lessons there's okay. certain life lessons that you that you can learn most through playing poker. And one of them was confirmation bias. And it says like, okay, like if you so for in the poker world, let's say if if we're playing and I think that my hand is better than yours, then I might start noticing things that confirm that I'm correct, whether or not I'm correct. Like, oh, look, my hand's got to be better because he's twitching 
or my hand's got to be better because um, otherwise he would have called on this hand and he aged, he raised instead. So like all the rules that you think you know are backing up your uh, preconceived notion of or your your preconceived conclusion. But really, it's all still it's it's still an unknown based on an unknown. But in poker, it's, it's in poker. It's something you have to watch out for. As in life, yeah. it's something you have to watch out for because that happens all the time. Where you have like this this blind guess about how something's going to play out, and then you're like, "Oh, see, yeah, I, I knew it was going to be like that," or "I'm pretty sure it's going to be like that because of this other thing." You're like, dude, that, had, that that might have nothing nothing to do with anything. Just because in your mind, it, it like there's a there's a connection there. Um, it doesn't mean there is or not. You know, you really won't know until it's in the past, until it all happens. Right. Right. And. I, I find that that's very uh, prominent in uh, in uh, conspiracy theorist people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a few people. There's still there's still people. Look, I, I'm a healthcare professional. I work mm-hmm. as a nurse. Um, you know, I am in the camp that you should vaccinate, <laughs> but at the same time, like uh, you know, be smart yep. about it. Don't don't give your kid you know, 29 injections yeah, a day, yeah. you know, spread them out, give them a, a couple weeks between each one, but definitely yep. vaccinate, you know, give your, give your kid, uh, every, every chance they can to, uh-huh. to protect themselves. Uh-huh. You know, when, when I see people online or I see people in person go, Oh, that uh-huh. stuff doesn't work. <laughs> I, I'm just, how did you, I'm like, were you able to tie your shoes this morning? I'm like, but they're so convinced, you know. You know I mean, they're I, like nothing you can yeah. say or nothing you can show them is gonna is gonna convince them otherwise. Right, and it's like, well, I watched this YouTube video. Yeah, uh, I'm like, okay, so you watched a YouTube video. You did approximately three minutes of research, and you've come to the conclusion that yeah. vaccines don't work. Um, there are people who spent their lives where that's <laughs> all they did after the age of uh. 18 they dedicated their lives to studying this kind of stuff and you're just going to tell them well this youtube video has way more <laughs> weight and evidence that ha- that happens do. a lot like uh also when um if if you ever see like uh somebody say like to a pregnant girl oh it's it's a boy because of this reason or it's a girl because of this reason like something other than the ultrasound oh you know like oh because my... because of the way you're walking or because of what kind of food you're eating or whatever you know whatever what, what position you're in <laughs> yeah. when you're having sex. I'm like, mm, no, no. I think it's funny. Like, don't, don't tell people that because if they don't know any better, they're going to spread yeah. that around. And if they do know better, then you're a fucking idiot. So well, it's and a lose-lose it, it, for, for humanity. First, of, first, I think it was, uh, you show me a pregnant girl and I can predict the gender. Now I think it's turned into like, before you're pregnant, I can tell you how to have a boy or how to have a girl. Like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, if you're doggy style, dude, boy, boy. You, you, you get a boy with doggy style. And if you are spread eagle and have your ankle on the kitchen sink, then girl for sure. Yeah, no I did that three times and we ended up with a girl. Oh, that so makes, anic- anic- that anic- anecdotal a evidence for everyone Great. all the time. <laughs> that's that's a fact. That's a fact. Oh my god! I there's times where I'm just yeah. Oh, and I hear it all the time as a nurse. It's great. I hear it all the time. Um, uh-huh. There's this uh, guy. He came in today. He came in today, and he was trying to tell. He was. He came okay. in and he didn't have his dressing. The on. gauze and stuff. Like the, the for the wound, and I was like, hey man, this. 
this isn't a good idea. He says, well, it was, it was too tight. I was like, okay, so I get it. It's uncomfortable. Um, the dressing is on there to compress your leg because you have a lot of swelling. When you have a lot of swelling, um, there's more fluid in the tissue and less, uh, you know, nutrients and blood. There's, there's less, uh, uh, the body's ability to uh-huh. transfer less distribution. is less because it has to travel through more stuff. And then on top of, yeah, yeah. and then on top of that, that stretches the skin out thinner. So yeah, you're going to do more damage. So you should probably keep the dressing on. He's like, no, it's too tight. I'm like, that's why they call it compression. But since you obviously know more yeah. than me, because he started to say it doesn't work. You know, I, I've had these on and look, another wound popped up. I'm like, have you seen how swollen your leg is? Your leg is essentially a fucking trash bag that's waiting uh, for a hole. The moment there's a hole, it's going to burst wide open like a balloon. But instead of air, it's your fluid, which is there because you don't have compression. But since you know more than yeah. me, please can tell, continue to tell me how you're going to fix this because you obviously don't want to listen. And so now the poor doctor's mm-hmm. list there yeah. and just like shaking his head like, okay, he doesn't want it. Cool. What do you want me to do? I'm just like, I'll, you know, and this guy's thoroughly convinced nothing we do for him is working yeah like, and you, you know, just, it, it seems like there's no talking him out of it at that point or not right then no you know? no not at all not at all and like like i said there's a um it's the same thing with the autism like uh vaccines cause autism uh-huh. well you know i got i got a vaccine and i had a horrible reaction to it yeah <laughs> like yeah that 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 shit happens in you a know, sample that, size of like one person one, <laughs> yeah i'm like the percentage, but guess what? I've had, I had one yesterday and I feel fine. <laughs> so doesn't that cancel yeah. yours? You know, I, it's like, just don't say boneheaded stuff. You know, don't, mm-hmm. don't spread shit. Like, like, uh, like I've, there, there's somebody, uh, there was a coworker I used to have that was talking about how they would never go to some, some country because, Oh, haven't you seen that? Like, like the Thailand, for example. Haven't you seen all the bad stuff that happens in Thailand? Like, there's a mm. movie about how these tourists get kidnapped and stuff. Okay, I mean, that's... <laughs> and, and yeah, I'll even give you the benefit of the doubt that that case was probably true. Okay. But do you know how many... Do you know how many... Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but do you know how many times I've been on a plane anywhere and nothing's happened to me? Right. You know how many times I, I, I've, I, I sat to someone who I knew was Muslim on a plane? And <laughs> I'm still yeah. here? Yeah, so... Sometimes when you roll you know, the dice, like you don't favorite. always get snake eyes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, I love those. I, I love arguing with those people, but then I also hate it. Cause I'm like, so when you go to Vegas, do you just like, do you even play? <laughs> no, I don't because it's a waste of money. Okay. That's fine. So why did you get out of bed this morning? Like you could have got hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Your, your, bra- your, your house could have collapsed on you. Yeah. No kidding. There, you know, there's, there's always so something. many things and then you're there's choosing something. the one obscure thing yeah. that keeps you from doing what you want to do that's i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you yep so that, that's why like whenever um whenever i try anything new um I, there's always a timeline that i i mentally give myself and i the, the, the timeline varies just based on my own opinion but I'll say, okay, I'm going to try this thing for um, a few months. Or sometimes I'm, I gotta, I'm going to try this thing for like a few years because sometimes I know that 
you're not going to see the benefits. You're not going to see the, like the return on your investment right away. And those timelines for me used to be really short. Like sometimes, oh man, I tried this new exercise and I did it for like two days and it's not working. <laughs> like, okay. like, dude, give it a, give it a no. second, you know? Oh, my, my favorite is I tell people there was a time I was on uh, like a hardcore uh, keto diet, like ketogenic diet. No. Nah. And I was on it for, I want to say, a couple months. All I was doing was eating nuts, avocados, eggs, and ranch. And uh-huh. I think uh, some broth every now and then and protein shakes. And the protein shakes I mixed with coffee and MCT oil, with coconut oil, essentially. Okay. It's all fat, right? I did this for two months. Mm-hmm. Two months. And I dropped a ton of weight. I was feeling awesome. I felt great. But it uh-huh. was just really hard to maintain because it's – the your food selection is pretty close to nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I stopped. Uh-huh. Right. You know, but I feel like I should go on it again uh-huh. when I can. But I, once I figure out how I'm going to do the whole food thing. Yeah. So a couple of people asked me. They noticed. They're like, "You dropped a lot of weight." And I said, "Yeah. You know, I was on uh, keto for you know two uh-huh. months." And they're like, oh, what was this about? So I gave them some some websites and some places to look. I'm like, look, it, this is one of those things where you got to get through. Like, you got to at least try it for two weeks. If you do it for three days and you, you're like, well, this isn't working. There's a reason why. You know? <laughs> and of course, yeah. And of course, in three days, oh, I tried it for a couple of days. They're and like, didn't work. <laughs> I'm like, I told you. <laughs> like I start, I looked into, um, um, I don't. It's like acro something. Basically, like body weight training, and it's kind of like what what gymnasts do. Um, acrobatics. Yeah, there was a different word than acrobatics, though. But anyway, a lot, a lot of like, okay. a lot of like mobility training, flexibility, agility, and stuff, and using your own weight and stuff. Anyway, but I heard that like long term, um, it's one of the best uh, exercises as far as injury prevention in your old age, and so it intrigued me. You know, it didn't say that you're going to be like super strong or like you're going to be like super elite, but as far as injury, like minimizing your chance of injury in your old age, to me is 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 good enough. But it said sometimes it takes like uh, five to seven years in order to um, in order to not feel like like the, the the type of uncomfortable soreness that you would normally feel like in a traditional workout. So it you gotta have faith in it. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it takes a long time in order to um, in order to make it part of who you are. Um, so like the, the effort, like the discipline it takes to stick with it, it's going to be there for a while. But if you can, um, then it seems like the, the benefits are awesome. So that, that's it. That one's pretty extreme, you know, five to seven years, but I would say three to six months, I feel like it for, for a lot of habits is something that is necessary. And a lot of people don't give it even the three months, even one month. No, well, that, you know, they, that's like the, the, stu- the study is. Um, in order to develop a habit, it has to be consistently done for 90 days. Yeah, that's if really you, vague, though. If, I mean, it, it depends on what the if, habit is, and it depends on how, how much of a change in your lifestyle it is, you know? It's a thumb rule. Yeah. I get that. Well, yeah. Well, have you stopped jerking off yet? <laughs> um, <laughs> it hasn't been 90 days. <laughs> you don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. Like, I'll, if you I'll can imagine... Brush like you think you can brush your teeth with the other hand for ninety days and then it will become a habit. I don't. You know, I actually have been brushing my teeth with the other hand. No way. Um, because my dentist told me to. My dentist told me to. 
She said that you are obviously brushing too hard, so brush with your left hand. How was it? How is it? Like she noticed, she noticed like my gum line, uh-huh. and my gum line is somewhat coming up. And she's like, that's because you're brushing too hard. So we always recommend that you brush with your left hand. So huh. she gave me uh, Sensodyne, and she's like, yeah, go go really easy on your on your teeth. You're only supposed to like be polishing your teeth and Dude, how, like, how freaking you know, strong is, you, not how strong is your is your arm that she can't just tell you to like lighten up with your dominant hand <laughs> like it's, you know, it, it's like it's like and for those of you who can't see on the camera i'm like like you're finger brushing like feathering like feathering my teeth yeah but now like i noticed uh, i've been brushing with my left hand i'm like Wow, I'm still brushing fucking hard. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, couldn't she just tell you to take it down a notch with your other hand? It's as if her, if it, maybe she was like, yeah, well, I told some guy to start to, to just uh, lighten up his right hand, but then he was still brushing too hard because he was so strong. Like, dude, you don't have it still that much control of your dominant hands. Yeah, like I only have like two or three modes, like light, medium, and hard. <laughs> you know, like I can't peel, I, like I can't peel, I can't peel an orange. You know, or yeah. do any kind of delicate work. So. I mean, respectfully, I know that that person's a dentist and knows way more about dentistry than I do, but I got to imagine there's other recommendations. Maybe, well, I can maybe imagine a, that's, a different... that's for someone who really needs to take, you know, and here's the thing is, uh, you know, maybe she looked at your right arms. Hand. Maybe, maybe she looked, maybe it was a jerk off thing. She was like, dude, cause this <laughs> arm is like Popeye and the other arm is like a toothpick. So She's like, they're right. Your right shoulder is like, <laughs> is gigantic. Your right shoulder is huge. So go ahead and just use your left arm, <laughs> sir. So as I'm jerking off with my right hand, like, <laughs> as she's working on my teeth, I'm stroking my dick. And she's like, hey, maybe you should uh, brush your teeth with your left hand. <laughs> maybe you should not jerk off so much. Why, why, why do you ask that, doctor? Oh, because yeah. oh, um, I just mean not while I'm examining your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just... Uh, Hold back on the jerking off for, for like 15 minutes, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. I don't, so, so, yeah so, so, I just – uh, Congratulations. I just made the, the episode. I, saw, <laughs> I thought that it was – so when you were first saying I started brushing with the other hand, I thought it was because she was saying you're putting too much pressure on one side of your gums. Like I, th- I thought it was going to be like – because I noticed that when I shave – like when I shave uh, my facial hair, one side of my chin, mm-hmm. it, it's it, there's still a lot of stubble, and then on the other side, it's like like a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the angle. Okay, it's, I'll tell you why. I thought it was the... Yeah, it's the angle of your hair. Okay. Like for me, I, I what I notice is on one side uh-huh. of my of my throat, the okay. hair grows in a certain direction, and the other side, and on this uh-huh. end, like right here, it grows up. So I have to come down. When I shave here, but what I found the best way to do it is shave your neck three times, if you really want to get like it. three times in a like row, super close. Oh, so what I what I do is I I take it. You do you still shave with a razor? Or do you use or do you you don't really get facial hair? Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, no, I just good old Mach three. Okay, so do you have a, a brush, or do you just use gel? Oh, as far as like shaving cream, mm-hmm. I use soap. Oh, so like, okay. So, um, I like you said, I don't have that much facial hair, you know, (laughs) and uh, potential sponsor, uh, the artist shaving dollar shave club. 
Yeah, no, I use the art of shaving. Um, oh, okay. You know, okay. you go to the mall and they have uh, like the pre the the pre oil, which helps mm-hmm. to loosen up the hair. And okay. then um, they have a shaving. Oh, okay. Cream, so it's basically it's basically like proactive a, for shaving. It's like <laughs> three yeah, steps or whatever. No, but it's a it's a great it's a great great product, and it's got it smells like sandalwood, which I really like too. It smells great. Okay. So, um, what's it called? Uh, so you put the shave oil on, it really loosens up your skin. And then I have a shave brush, like a really cheap shave brush that I got in the military. I still uh-huh. have it. Um, but you can take like a finger full of the shaving cream that they have, which is really rich. Uh-huh. And you go and put your hand, some warm water, and then just brush uh-huh. it in your hand. Getting really okay. foamy, right? And then go ahead and lather your, lather your face up yeah. where you normally shave. But then you just put the brush down because uh, it's usually flat uh-huh. on, the, on the bottom. Well, mine's flat on the bottom, uh-huh. so I just leave it there. So then I shave really quick, and then I just take the brush again and redo my face. And then I shave again in a different direction. Man, that's a lot of work. And then – Okay. I, I just, But my face is fucking my face, man. <laughs> like, I know what you meant. It sounded kind of weird, but <laughs> – Yeah, my, fa- my face is – it's meant to be pampered and loved. So, you know, when – when uh, after a fresh haircut, I usually do that kind of shave, mm. and you know the, the shave lasts an extra day, yeah. and uh, it's really smooth. So you don't get any of that. See, well, the, on the your smoothest neck. ones that I know so. are um, like so. I, I don't. So mine's just a, a simple: put a bunch of soap on my face, and then spend fifteen to twenty seconds sh- shaving it all off. But um, um, yeah, the ones that are really smooth is after like my days off of work. Then I, if I've let the hair grow out for like three or four days, then I'll, I'll shave it off and then it, that will be really smooth. But when I'm shaving daily is when I start getting all that stubble because the hair doesn't grow enough to catch the razor mm. whenever, I'm, whenever I put the razor on. And also I'm kind of cheap with the razors and I'll use, I'll use one razor for like a lot before I, before I replace it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's – see, I, I try to like – I uh, shave – I only shave twice a week. I shave usually uh, uh, Friday uh, morning or Saturday morning, and then um, okay. on Monday. Okay. So before work. So then that way, yeah. um, I usually have a fresh shave for the weddings I do. And I usually shave my head at that time too. So yeah, my shave is like um, maybe every one to two days while I'm working, and then two to three days while I'm off depending on – if my wife or one of my daughters says shave, your daughters will demand that you shave. Yeah, I mean, well, they're climbing on me and stuff, and like, uh, they're like, ah, it's getting itchy. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll shave then. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know. I never. Oh, the wife has requested that I shave every now and yeah. then. So usually, um, before every once in a while, like it's, it's happened, so. it happens yeah, rare. If, if it were just me, let's say I was like bachelor, no kids, no work, no nothing. I feel like I would probably be, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't have a full on beard, but maybe once a week, I think I would start feeling a little scruffy and then shave maybe like once a week. Um, but for me, it's just one of those things that like the less I shave or the, the more I shave, the more kind of tedious it gets. And it's I know it's not that hard to do, but it's just something I'd rather not do if I don't have to, you know? I I don't know. I uh, Being Asian, how how good is your beard? Uh, not yeah, great. So, uh, my, my mustache is even oh worse. God. Like, I've, I've tried that uh, November thing, you know, where you grow it out in November. Uh-huh. 
and after like by Thanksgiving, it looked like I hadn't shaved in like three days. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's the most racist <laughs> thing ever. So, uh, not fair, not fair at all. Yeah, I I the I I mean I grow facial hair pretty fast, but um, man, when I shave my mustache and goatee, ooh, you know I look <laughs> I look I look about sixteen years old. So if I, if I have a hat on. You know, if you don't show my bald head, you know, I think people, get people will, will think I, I, you know, like I need an ID to buy cigarettes. So. You, need, you need an ID to drive. Excuse me, sir. Pretty much, yeah. You, know, you need an ID to, you need to know, yeah. you need a driver's license to drive. So I've been drinking a lot of kombucha lately. And what is that? I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. I'm not. So kombucha. Yeah, I didn't see it. In the, has, you didn't point it, you didn't it's a put it in the webcam again. I didn't see it. Okay. Got it. Health aid. So apparently uh-huh. it's a tea, it's a it's a tea that's mixed with probiotics, and a little bit uh-huh. of juice, and it sounds super hippie, and I had some doubts about it, but then I started drinking it, and I feel great. Well, I think it's just because there's a little bit of <laughs> it too. Like you don't need an ID to buy oh, okay. kombucha. It's like mouthwash then. It's like it's like, like trace. <laughs> yeah, but. But instead of like, but it's not like medical alcohol. It's it's you know, yeah, <laughs> beer alcohol. So so where do you buy it? I got mine at oh I bought mine at Seven Eleven, but I see it. Um, I've seen it at. Uh, I've seen it at uh, like Trader Joe's oh, really? too. So it just depends no, on where if, you um, get it from. So. Yeah, I if if, if free Costco is not offering a, I mean if Costco is not offering a free sample then. Well, I usually don't try any new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's how routine we become. Hey, I lost your webcam that's, feed. That's that's not routine. That's called cheap. <laughs> no, that's not cheap. Because we it, it doesn't mean that we don't buy stuff. Yeah, it's called It's not better. like <laughs> No, it's not. It just means that we don't experiment. I mean, I don't mind being called cheap, but this isn't one of those instances. Where did where did the uh, webcam I go? Disagree. Where I don't I don't see your don't uh, your I webcam will, image. I will see. There, I cut it, and now you just turn yours off. Hello? No, I'm good. No, I'm am good. I can't see All you. Right. I can see me. Oh, there, really? Oh, that's me. That that was that was me earlier. There's you. Yep, there's you. So no. There we go. Nothing on me. Do you have me? No, I see you now. Okay. I see okay. you now. I see I see you now. All right. Do you see me? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still no. Maybe that was some kind of. No, I got you. I got you now. Okay, good. That, maybe that was the one-hour warning. Maybe Christian has a setting on the Zencaster that says, at one hour, I'm going to black out the webcam to remind them. <laughs> it's like, hey, dickheads. That it's been an hour. <laughs> that, that, already, that already jumps in. He's just, he just jumped in. Yeah. I don't so. think so. I hope, I hope so, but probably not. Probably not. No. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going to laugh so hard if he's like just playing video games and listening to this. So. Yeah, no kidding. I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't. I don't know what. Uh, like, cause I know uh, the computer thing. Whether it's the computer or the gaming, it's probably both. But I, that has been uh, consuming some of his evenings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I understand. You know, you want to play some games. Play yeah. some games. I don't. You know, I can't. I can't knock him for that. It's just because you just got a PC. Yeah. You know? Well, he said one of the reasons. It's, I mean, it's probably a distant second to just himself, but he said one of the reasons is so that his kids can start, like, playing around on the computer. But, um, 
it got me thinking. Okay, <laughs> it got me thinking that uh, we we had to go to a parent orientation thing for our our daughter's school this evening, and they we they looked at our um we looked at the schedule and it said that they have like twenty minutes or so twenty or thirty minutes each day of computer session. Oh no no, I think it's like half an hour every week or something of computer session, and I wonder what they do on the computer. Like I know what I know what we did. It was Apple IIe, and we played the little turtle game, or we played Oregon Trail or something. Something like it's makeshift educational, but it's kind of fun too. Makeshift, you have died. For this <laughs> so, but yeah, I wonder. I wonder what kind of, I wonder what kind of computer session that they're like. What kind of instructions they're getting, or what kind, what the lesson plan is like for the computer skills they're expected to know. You know, if it's like Microsoft or if it's I would, I would coding s- or I don't know. I was gonna say typing is still kind of huge. Like you still gotta know how to huh? type. That that's that's a skill that typing is still a skill that you 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 need to be good at typing. Not, I mean, you do, but not like stenographer typing. Like I know, right? But you have to be serviceable. True, but I know a lot of. I don't think typing that wasn't even part of ours. Typing typing is something you can learn on the oh. fly. It was it, like, did you guys you guys had typing as part of your um, curriculum? You think? Because we didn't. It was for me. Typing was a class for me. No, ours not. Or oh, well, I didn't take it. So, Are you talking about like in high school or? Yeah. Oh no, I didn't. We didn't have like we had. There was a website website design. We did one of those, and then um, there was website yeah. design. Yeah, like how how to it was basically like how to attach images to a web page, or how to put links on a web page, like different um urls and stuff and how and how to and how to make it um how to make it look not attractive but how to make it look like you can navigate through it and not not to where it just looks like a bunch of code so we had that it was, i mean it was really basic hmm. really basic class but yeah i mean but again we're talking about elementary school computer session i wonder what what kind of stuff they're doing because we Mind oh, you, mind you, these kids oh, don't even know school? how to spell yeah. yet, or you know, they barely know how to read. So, I wonder what kind of stuff they're doing in the computer session. Yeah. So I guess so. Just Pornhub, right? I guess so. <laughs> yeah. I like like they're pre- they're pretty with the times as far as electronics, but it's a lot of like touch screen and voice commands. Not you know, there's not a whole lot of keyboard and mouse. Uh, control. Are you gonna send your kids to that Apple? That isn't Apple doing like a free learning school for um, for kids to like teach them how to program? Uh, I hadn't heard of it, but I've seen like a I've seen a little. Have you heard of Kano Computer? I've seen a little ad on like my my email billboard. It looks like a it's like it looks like a simple computer to teach kids how to how to um, how to code. But I've also a cousin of mine sent me a program called Scratch, and it's it's something like that. Like you can use your own computer; you don't need a Kano computer, but you can just download it onto like a Mac or a PC, and it has some simple uh, program programming commands just to just to get the feel for programming, um, and to get to get kind of used to it. You're breaking up. You're breaking up again. Lo 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 Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, we'll see how this turns out again. Yeah, this will be a this will be a fun little edit. <laughs>
Oh no, I'm sure it, it only did it. It only did it there. You know, it's not like. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Anyway, this this thing, I don't know. And again, I don't know if it's it's a combination of whoever, either whether it's me, you, or Christian, or the ZenCaster program itself. But some some of these uh, files. They're just really sketchy. Um, I think it's gonna be more Google. It's it's got to be more Google. Uh, Google Voice, Google Voice, Google Hangouts. Yeah. Google Hangouts. Yeah, maybe. And also, we're trying to. I mean, it's 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 never been a problem, but we're also trying to stream video, like two time. different audio. Well, video, video, and then audio. we're trying to. We're going through Google Hang. Well, we're going. Th- we're we're streaming Google. Google Hangouts audio, and we're streaming ZenCaster audio. Mm, no, you're recording. You're recording ZenCaster audio, but you're streaming. I know, but how's video. it? Ge- how's it getting? Yeah, but how's it getting to ZenCaster? You're still having to push the audio through into ZenCaster, and and like separately push it push it through to Google Hangouts. Mm, I don't. The thing is, is I thought ZenCaster would make the recording. Because the recording of the audio happens on each individual's computer. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't get saved onto the hard drive, though. So then it gets saved where? Huh? It gets saved onto the website. So then, yeah, it has to stream then. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. It can't. It can't be so it's like much. let's say. Well, let's say I open Zencaster and Google Hangouts and Skype and Viber and WhatsApp and all this different stuff. We're gonna hear a delay. I think you know. I think it's gonna. It's gonna clog up the bandwidth. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So right. So even just right now, we have two different audio streams plus a video stream, plus whatever else is going on. You know, whatever. Like if you're doing anything with the computer, or if the freaking microwave is going on, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not my computer, man. How do you know? How you know vaccines don't so, work? Do you, so, so let me let me tell you something about the uh, the the computer I built for for video for. Uh, oh, you built it! It's and, definitely your computer. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's the uh, here's the spiel. I built this computer. I essentially went on Newegg and picked all my parts and pieces. Um, I built it around. Uh, I wanted a PC that would that would take Thunderbolt. The Thunderbolt connection, okay. because it it's a faster it's faster transfer speeds. Uh-huh. So I download all these memory cards of um, for my weddings and for my shoots, and I want to transfer them as fast as I can to my uh-huh. hard drives. So there is a thing I have called a, a Lexar workflow. It takes multiple cards. So instead of having one card and putting it in my computer and having it all go into my computer one at a time. I can put three cards in at a time, and usually I only use two cards. So if I, it's me having two cards and my second having another card, I can put all of the cards into this workflow, and then it puts them all into a single solid-state drive. And then I transfer it from the solid-state drive to my hard drive. So that's a backup, and then I back it up in four other places because you know I don't want to lose someone's wedding mm-hmm. pictures. Um. But when I transfer from the solid state drive to my other solid state drive, it literally takes like a couple minutes because of how fast the transfer speeds are. Like USB 2, I think transfers at like seven, I've seen it transfer seven or eight megabytes a second. Like USB 3 will do it around 
I want to say around uh-huh. 80. So you're talking about like a gig, a gig is a, a thousand megabytes. So with a movie being like three, three terabytes or three terabytes, three gigabytes, I'm usually pushing that in like 10 seconds. Are you doing those right now? No, that's not right. Yeah, that is. No, 30 seconds. Are you doing, are you? No, no, I'm not. That's the thing. Um, I'm not. So what all I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm looking at images, which are pretty static and all the previews have already been built. So my processor isn't even running. And then and on top of going that, on in the background, you don't have any background programs going. I do, but I also have 32 gigabytes of DDR RAM. So, <laughs> I'm, I am I'm, I am watching like sick porn videos right now, but that's probably irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> that's not eating your bandwidth at all. You know, you can watch Pornhub in 480p. You know, downgrade the quality, but it's still serviceable. Okay, still serviceable. If, Notice if ever, this. This shoulder just see, keeps moving in this video, right? Yeah. So, if ever I see yeah. on the webcam that you got a pair of VR goggles on, then I'm going to know why. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Wow, Night Vision 2, huh? No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's for when I stalk my porn stars. <laughs> Uh, we are making light. Uh, we are making light of uh, of uh, stalking. You know, and someone's gonna get upset. One of our two listeners, the uh, of our three listeners that decided to stay. Yeah. Um, two of them probably just got went ahead and protested. No, two of them probably so. just went on Amazon and looked for those uh, night vision <laughs> VR goggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God, that would be that would be awesome. I've always wanted to play with uh, with night vision goggles. What's the point of having night vision VR goggles? Aren't all VR goggles night vision goggles? Well, it's VR, so you can make it whatever you want. The point, the point, yeah, the point is that if there's a market for them and someone's gonna buy them, then you make them. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh man. What's the point of having uh, a joystick Z button on the Nintendo 64 controller when the Super Nintendo controller was the best one? Uh, I am very um, I am. Really, I, I really enjoy the uh, I enjoy the PlayStation Four controller, probably the best controller I've ever had. Really? Yeah. You know which one was ahead of its time? Dreamcast. Yes. Although, good luck finding a fucking Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was so ahead of its time. That it's, was, it was so ahead of its time. That, that was. It <laughs> It was so ahead of its time, it found no market because yeah, nobody knew it about so it. so ahead of its time <laughs> that if people in the future ha- can't get it, they're like, where is this shit? <laughs> oh, that's right. You know, what else was ahead- you know what else was ahead of its time, I think? There was like a VR thing for Nintendo where there was like a screen in the very top right corner of your eye. What was that thing called? Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about? It was red, right? The, yeah, the like red. a pair of vi- like a little pair of visor. Well, it wasn't a it wasn't really a screen. It was like a little like it's like eyeglass borders on like an eyeglass frame, and then you put the glasses on, and then you could see the screen. It, the screen's like a little drop down. It's like the it's like the it's like the rearview mirror on a bicycle helmet. You oh, so seen it was that? like Google Glass, like an early, something. Like it was early, like that. Like, it was like Google Glass. Okay, it was like that, but it came out in like ninety eight or something. Ninety eight. Yeah, I don't, perfect market. <laughs> yeah. way ahead of its time so some some yes. things they are they there is no good time for them like the power glove i don't feel like there would have been a perfect time for that 
I think that yeah, was just a bad. That was a bad. That, that was a. I don't know. That just stirs up ideas that people should not have. You know, like, <laughs> like night yeah. vision VR goggles. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What about that? Um, not the not the gun for Nintendo for Duck Hunt, but what about that other bazooka the gun? Zapper. Was oh, the called? super scope. Super scope. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had one. I had one of those, man. Yeah. Thought, you know, I thought I was. I thought. I thought I was awesome with that. You know what? I actually my only hang up with that. I didn't like the. I didn't like the way that. I didn't like the accuracy of it. You had to calibrate it what to that mean? little sensor and stuff. That's the whole point. I didn't like, like it. That was the re- the reason why it was so accurate, though, was because you had that. It wasn't accurate, though. The, the, the little zapper was... I like the zapper better. I guess. You know what I would have preferred? More have than... Have you... More, more, okay, so let's let's stick with the... Uh, let's say you did have to calibrate it the same way, Super Scope style. I would have preferred, like, a sniper rifle instead of the, the over-the-shoulder. Do you remember playing Super Scope in the... Uh... Yes! No, in, in the arcade. Uh, no, no. I only, sni- we only... It was a uh, super. I think it was called Super Scope. It was a sniper game, where the game had a TV. Where are you? Uh-huh. Right there. So you had a yeah. TV, but then they actually had a sniper rifle, right? Yeah, yeah. And inside the sniper rifle was a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. So then you could look inside there, like yeah. you could look up at the screen, and like and then you could look inside the, the thing too. And then you can move. And it's see a, it zooms. Of it, it, yeah, it zooms in. Like it's a zoomed in version of the screen. I loved that game. That was one of my favorite games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so but then take take the Nintendo Super Scope, and they didn't have a sniper rifle. It was an over-the-shoulder bazooka. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't yes. even like the finger trigger, you know? It was a, the little push-button rocket launcher. It was a freaking rocket launcher. <laughs> I, I would have rather it a was rifle. A, it was an RPG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. For those of you uh, online, <laughs> I, I did the motion for an RPG. For those of it you that are like suffering I'm from a gigantic elephant, I have a gigantic yeah. elephant dick over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that know what that feels like, it's exactly that. <laughs> yes, it's exactly that. Oh my god, have you watched the Brothers Grimsby? No, what's that? You know, you know Borat, and you know Borat, uh-huh. yeah, and yeah. Uh, what's Ali G. What's that up there? Uh, Bruno. Yeah, all that that guy. Yeah, Bruno. Yeah, so as if Bruno wasn't bad enough, right? Uh-huh. Like, he came out with a movie called, like, The Brothers Groomsby, where him and his brother get separated in the movie. He ends up being, like, this low-life dude, and then his brother becomes, like, a spy. And then they, like, coincidentally meet up, you know, and just a bunch of rotten shit happens. Oh, my God. I can't believe I spent the time to watch that entire movie. Like, I got through the entire movie wow. just, like... Of all the movies I could have chosen, <laughs> of all the movies that that I could have picked to bring with me on this, you should just rewatch. You should I, just rewatch Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's like why? Like there, I don't know. There's just a ton of movies where I'm just like, there, there's movies that are so bad that they're good, but then there's just so movies that are so bad you you have to question like why you you continue to watch the movie. Like I. That's another thing is if I'm watching a movie, I have to finish it no matter how bad it is because I'm like, it's going to get better. It yeah. It never does. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I have this inability to turn off. Another, I, yeah, I watched another, uh, like I rewatched, so. um, there's a Michael Douglas movie called Falling Down. Do you remember yes, that one? Yes, the one, one with... Uh, another came out. 
Robert Duvall was in it. And, uh, and some of the clips were pretty entertaining. I'm like, oh, I wonder if this movie was good, but I just didn't watch because I was a kid. So I rewatched it. And I'm like, it, it doesn't go anywhere. It's <laughs> like, I'm expecting a twist or something because there's all this stuff like Michael Douglas. It looks like he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, there's going to be a twist where it explains why he's actually the good guy. No, he's just a dick. But no, he's just bad he's the whole time. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. What do you call it? Um, what uh, what movie did I watch recently? I'm like, dude, this movie's still fucking good. Uh, Seven with um, oh yeah, with uh, Brad Pitt and uh, yeah, Spacey. Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. Oh my god, the, yeah, Kevin Spacey. That movie. Kevin Spacey's in that movie for like six minutes. Just thinking about that. Movie. And he's so and, and he's so good. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie is good. Hell, the ending scene of that movie, it, I mean, I would pay the price of admission just to watch the ending scene. I'll watch that as uh I'll watch that just to kind of like you know, this is this is acting. You know, like this is yeah, yeah, yeah. this is where it's at right here. Like it's like a it's like a reality check of what movies are supposed to be. Yeah, no, like it, if yeah. if if a movie doesn't have a a plateau like that, if there's no peak like that, like that one yeah. literally rips your fucking heart out. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you can watch that scene, like that seven minute scene or six uh-huh. minute scene, right? But uh-huh. at the same time, you could also, if you watch the whole movie, that scene just becomes, you know, that much more intense. Yeah. So, oh, it ties it. It ties it. ties the movie together really well. Mm-hmm. Really well. Yes. Yes. So you know, it's uh, one of those movies where you. I, I can watch that movie over and over again. Like, no matter how dark it is, like I I can easily watch the, I can watch that movie over and over again. Well, it's I think it was the corner. It was like the benchmark of, um, of detective dramas of that time. Like there there were other movies uh, that were yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, this is this is a seven type movie, you know. It's dark and moody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Killer on the Loose. You don't know what's going on. But then like yeah. there's a. But 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 as far as the um, oh even like the 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 dialogue between the the good guys and the bad guys you know I think that was an mm-hmm. important aspect yeah I, I like that movie a lot too really yeah. good easily one of my fa- easily one of my favorites uh-huh. Uh-huh. so I would say I would I say I for Brad Pitt it might be in my Mount Rushmore of Brad Pitt movies it probably is probably is. Hmm. Morgan or Freeman, I'm not so sure. I'd say number one. For Brad Pitt? I'd say number one for Brad Pitt. Um He's he's done a lot of good yeah. he's done a lot of good yeah. movies. I like Fight Club a lot. I will say I will say this though. I like Brad Pitt's performance in Seven better than I like Brad Pitt's performance in Fight Club. However, I think mm. I think Fight Club was a better movie. Like I really liked Fight Club a lot. Fight Club was a better. Mm, I don't know, man. I, the con I, the concept of Fight Club was uh, concept of Fight Club was I think for its for its time the twist in uh-huh. that was you know like it it was good, uh-huh. but the uh, I think I I feel like Seven was much more powerful. Like there like yes there was a big shock in Fight Club. Oh you know this yeah. is really him, but like with Seven like. That's that'll tear your heart out. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it's it's just a matter. They're they're both. You're not gonna lose with that conversation. It's one and one a, and they're both shot very differently. Like a lot of a lot of special a lot of special oh, effects yeah, in Spy Club. Virtually none in Seven. You know, Seven looks like Seven looks like me yeah, and you well, could have shot it. You know, no, I no the the. What are you talking about? Think about all the makeup that was done for all. Yeah, of the, I, I, all I, didn't, the I didn't. I didn't. I didn't make it seem like there were there was nothing visually different about it. What I meant was like um, CGI. I guess the CGI factor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You know, or this this was all like old school. You know, like whatever whatever you saw in the frame of the movie, you could probably walk by the set and see the same thing. Like, there's no green screens. There's there's very little um, backdrop changes. Like what you see is what you get when you're when you're shooting the movie. Ah uh, yes yes, yeah. But that's I I feel like that's how movies are supposed to be shot. You know that's like yeah new, I, I that's mean that's like the difference between new and old hip hop. You know that's okay. that's true. But hell, I mean maybe maybe your fifty uh, year old nurse friends would say hey maybe we should we should just stick with old school pen and paper so. <laughs> Well, don't get me wrong. Like, so when I watch like Marvel superhero movies, it's like, oh, this shit's fucking uh, fake for sure. But you know, you're yeah. not gonna get, you know, I, it's still exciting yeah. to watch, right? But then when it comes uh, to, uh, I feel like when it comes to acting, you know, you can't CGI acting unless it's fucking Planet yeah, of the yeah, Apes. yeah. <laughs> so. No, but even even that part is not um, like there's there actual facial expressions that the characters are making, right? But yeah, so. I, I I know what you mean. Like when I'm watching Avatar, I'm not looking to watch Seven, because <laughs> it's yeah, cause it's freaking Avatar, you know. <laughs> it, exactly, you know, it's um one of those things where you know I know what I'm getting. Yeah. You know? But yeah, that, yeah. And that's I think that's what. But I to me that's what I think makes Seven so special. That that it's it's I'm shot getting, in that old school. You know what's another? I'm, so what's I'm another not, good example? There's no CGI to there's no CGI to to wow me. It's the yeah, acting. yeah, yeah. it's the story. Yeah. I guess you know, that's what I like with, about uh, um, that's what I like about like Tarantino movies, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs. Okay, you know, that's very fair. What you see is what yeah. you get. I like oh you know another like one that I feel like is kind of underrated, Desperado. Like I really like Desperado a lot. Okay, no, yeah. Yeah, well Desperado's got Salma Hayek. In oh my it. goodness, mean, that's, that's all you had. That's that's all I gotta Crazy say. There's hot. a homicidic nude scene. Crazy that's, hot. That's that yeah that's the uh like i said worth the price of admission i think yeah like a four second clip you know yeah. um and you're just like there's Jesus that scene like Christ. when they first introduced salma hayek in desperado there's a scene where some guy checks her out and he crashes his car and mm-hmm. <laughs> i remember watching that and i'm like oh yeah i would definitely what crash my car if she walked by <laughs> like oh yes yes absolutely yeah, yeah that that's definitely happening happening for sure the um so, yeah that that director rodriguez i heard that because because uh-huh. desperado was a sequel if i'm not mistaken and he it was once upon a time in mexico no 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 right? so that was part three once upon a time in mexico was part three desperado was part mm-hmm. two and then there was another one called el mariachi which is like oh that's right that's right yeah like it's, it's spanish it's, you know it's not in english or anything but i heard robert rodriguez was like 23 years old when he directed el mariachi like, man that's freaking and impressive like, and what were you doing at 23 <laughs> i was watching family exactly. guy <laughs> exactly that's the same thing um 
John Singleton was 23 when he directed Boys in the Hood. Yeah. You think about shit like that, and you're just like, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. What have I done with my life? Um, nothing. <laughs> another, and Boys in the Hood, an- another good one. Shot like old school, just in the streets of LA. Well, again, that's you know. one of those movies where it's like there's no CGI to, to, throw, to, to take you out of the movie. The, the movie is just yeah. the people. You know, and, you know, call, call yeah, me old yeah. school, but that's, that's, you know, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's how movies are supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be, huh? That's how they're what, supposed so to what, be. do you think there's any, are, are any of them, can you think of a recent example? Of what? Of, of just like an old school feel type movie where it's supposed to be like that. Um, if I go, okay, so if I go, if I stick with the Brad Pitt thing. Um, I, I was I kind of like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, even though there was a lot of inconsistencies and stuff. I thought that was entertaining. Um, I, I enjoyed like, Mr. I don't get me wrong, I enjoyed Mr. and Mrs. Smith as well. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, you knew um, right away that they were stunt doubled a lot. Yeah, like that's right. And there's there's some things with like the bullet holes in the cars and. Like oh this scene doesn't it shouldn't it doesn't match with this scene and stuff. So I, get I that, don't go that far. Like I'm that doesn't like I haven't looked that, at that it. Point, like you don't that. it doesn't bother you like that. Okay yeah so but for me I'm like okay if I take like just gunfights and it, it was kind of funny and kind of like between Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie also between Brad Pitt and Vince Vaughn I thought it was very entertaining I thought it was cool you know. Well Vince Vaughn a good is... nine bucks spent at the theater whatever. Yeah. But, oh, who, who, I got into, did I get an arg, into an argument? No. I just got into a conversation with one of my patients today. We're talking about going to Sinopolis. I, did we talk about Sinopolis already? No, I don't even know what that is. Sinopolis is a movie theater. Like, uh, it's got, uh, oh, now I remember. You guys were talking about it with Crystal. Oh, about, okay, uh, okay. movie theaters. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, where yeah. I, I thought about this. But me and Tiana, we, the only time we go to the movies now, we only go to Sinopolis. It's like 20 bucks to get in. Uh-huh. But you get you get your own recliner. We bring a blanket, and yeah. then each person has its, their own buttons, and then you can press a button for anything on the menu. Have you heard of iPick? iPick. Because we we have one here in Houston, and no. I know you guys have one in LA because I've heard it on the, on the Joe Rogan podcast. Who and he's okay. no, and, but it's it's like fifty bucks to get in. Oh my god! To get well, okay. actually, I, I take it back. Or are you talking about twenty bucks a person? Fifty bucks a person. Are, are you? Are you? For you? Are you said it was twenty bucks to get in? Are you talking about like per person twenty bucks? Yeah. So no. So this is something like that. It's probably probably this is the same thing. So you have your own like little um, nook. It's like it's it's got a little wall around it, and then oh, it's, nice. it's like it's like a couch, like a two person couch with recliner. They put a pillow and a blanket on there for you, and then it, there's like a wait. Okay. And then, then there's like a waiter. You know, like you could push a button and order drinks and and food, wine. But I think that's I think that's cool. But I, in in the, so that's the one we were talking about. I think in the podcast, which um, we were talking about what you're paying for. I think is to not have all those, all the cheap people in there. People like me that just go and want to pay the five bucks to to sit in the on the sticky popcorn floor. Yeah. Um. For me, like there are showings at Sinopolis where it's twenty one and over. Oh, okay. Like so, no exceptions. So that's like there's no kids because. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they serve alcohol, yeah, yeah. so you know they can't okay. have any anyone under, under underage. So you have to show your ID. Double-edged sword, though. Uh-huh. 
because it's like yeah you don't get kids and now you get these you get these uh, other people that just drink too much and fucking become belligerent oh like, really like that's happened a few times wow Oh yeah, um, like I've had to press the button. I'm like, hey, you might want to like contain those guys or that guy yeah. back there, or you know, it's one thing. It's one thing to try to get a blowjob <laughs> in the movie theater, but to ask for it out loud, um, Jesus. You know, like in the middle wow. of the movie. Yeah, I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, hey, yeah. shut the fuck up! You know, like I we're at Sinopolis. So I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, so. I, and I could see that because I, I don't like. You're probably like me. I don't go to the theater that much anymore because I used to go like every week. You know, sometimes twice a week. Like I'd sit, I'd, I'd almost watch every movie that came out. I'd watch it at the theater. But now I, I go like maybe a few times, a handful of times a year. And so it wouldn't be that bad to spend like a little bit more money just to go in and, and, and not be bothered while you're watching the movie. Yes. So a lot of times with these Sinopolis movies, we go on like a Tuesday night. Because we, we work Saturdays yeah. and Sundays for the weddings. So you go on a Tuesday night. There might be one other couple yeah. in there, maybe two. So, you know, and they're pretty good uh, about uh. keeping it down, you know. And then they also know to, like, like the servers know to duck when they go in front of you so that way they don't jump in front of you. And they always keep yeah. their voices down as they're ordering. So, you know, I, I, and what's crazy is if I want to go to a regular movie, yep, you know, I'm yep. spending 16 bucks. So it's like for another four, five bucks, yeah. I get my own seat and I get, you know, a recliner and food service. Like, yeah. Why? Why wouldn't I do that? Yeah, that is cool that they're up in the game for the movie theater thing now. So, because for the longest, it was just the same type of movie theater, you know. Yeah. Um, that's uh, well, nah, yeah. I always think it's crazy because I'll see people come in there with their kids, like on those nights that we don't go where it's twenty one and over, but they'll come in with their kids, and their kids are like, "Yeah, I'll have a hot dog, bonbons, like a root beer float," and I'm like, "That kid just ordered forty dollars worth of food." You know, and then like like they got three oh kids. oh so you I thought you said I thought sometimes so you, I thought you said they have to so kids can come in but they have to be with a parent no they the kids can come in but I'm saying is like a lot of times we'll see parents uh-huh. they'll come like we'll, we'll we try to save Sinopolis for movies that we know are going to be like two and a half hours long like uh, the hot like the Hobbit oh, okay. I mean we'll go watch movies there too that we we you know are not bad that that we want to watch yeah. but um. We tend to watch long. We try to watch longer movies there if we can. But yeah, I don't like. I, I used to uh, go to the theater, and like, I, there's sometimes now where I don't even know. Even like even previews, I don't know when the next time I'm gonna watch that movie in the theater. It used to be like, oh, I gotta watch this in the theater. I gotta watch that one in the theater. And now. And now I can't like, like, yeah. Now I don't. I don't know. Like, part of it is. More than the age and stage of life, I think part of it is just the variety of ways to watch movies now. Like with the Netflix yeah. and the Redbox and everybody's got their own have, like HDTV in their house and stuff. And I have never used Redbox. Ever. Really? Ever. Redbox is cool, man. It's so not bad. Maybe I'm missing out. I don't I don't I don't see the appeal to it. Well, I mean, no, I think now that it's everywhere, it's not anything that would impress you too much. But if like cause when it came out, I compared it to the block. It was still out when Blockbuster was out. Oh, that's oh yeah. So no, that, that's, so like that must no, be nice. So yeah, no membership, um, self service, and it's a dollar. It's only a dollar. Then you just got to return it back, like a little DVD vending machine. I'm like, oh, okay, this is I can do this. 
So yeah, but by now I don't know. I don't. I don't think you would. You're not missing anything by not going to Redbox. No. Um. What do you call it? Uh. Me and like one of the first things me and Tiana did was we got a 75 inch 4K TV mounted at the house, and wow. then we have uh both speakers, two a two point wow. one. So we essentially don't need to leave the house to <laughs> to watch movies in the living room or is it like in a little man cave or something living room oh yeah living room so what do you think about that yeah, it, was it's, there it's did pretty, you have pretty not... did you have an idea of putting it like in a uh, where the where the sound is more insulated because nope. sometimes we probably should have thought about that because uh-huh. when the TV is on with the surround sound, um, the whole house knows. Yeah, and so. and well, and also whenever you're watching something, um, yeah, I don't know if like maybe someone coming in the house might disturb you, or someone talking in the kitchen, or if like if it's if it's a like there's always something interrupting the movie atmosphere. I don't know if that matters. Um. Let's see. Sorta. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just two of us, so it's hard to disrupt that. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> but the re- I guess the reason that for me, <laughs> I'm like, what? No, well, because even because so. <laughs> we have like our big TV in our house. You've seen it. It's our big TV is in the living room, and then we have like a bedroom TV in the in the room. Sometimes I prefer to watch in the room. Because there's not as much going on. Like, it, I'm in my own little corner of the house. Like, I, we don't have a man cave or anything, but, oh, you know, it's more uninterrupted me just watching the show. Or the or in, in the living room, I probably got to get up when something happens. Like, I can, like, when the, the backlight of the kitchen is going to reflect off the screen, or I'm going to hear the, whatever, the people talking in the kitchen, so I can't really watch what I'm watching. I got to keep the captions on or something, you know? So... Uh-huh. No, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, we don't have those distractions, man. So, <laughs> so if, yeah. So for you, it's more just because, uh, just because of the open space. Is that is that the only TV in the house for right now? Yeah, we have another TV in the house. Um, it's in uh-huh. our room actually, but uh, it's not mounted or plugged in, and we're uh-huh. not going to have cable for that one. So um, I, I have an extra. What do I have? I have an extra yeah. fire stick. So I'm just going to use that. Based on the stuff yeah. I've been hearing anyway, not hearing, yeah. but just like based on what I, just what I've been seeing and stuff, I think like the, our generation mm-hmm. kind of missed the boat on not putting TVs in the bedroom. I feel like a lot of reasons, a lot of benefits not having a TV in the bedroom. But ever, growing up, the, the whole time, every room I was in, we had a TV in there. I've definitely noticed because we didn't mount the other TV. Like, so we took the TV yeah. from our other, from where we're living before and we brought that one and we put that in our uh-huh. room. So it's like a 65, it's a 65 inch TV. But I've noticed since we have moved, like since we've moved into the uh-huh. house and we haven't moved that, we haven't put that TV up. Yeah. We both sleep a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at least I do. Like, cause there's no TV on. And, and also whenever you, you know wake I mean? up. So like, I remember when I was in high school, I, when I'd wake up, that was the first thing I would do is turn the TV on. And then it, it would, it, and then it would oh, kind no, of like mess me. up my routine. I had a TV in my room, but I'd like I, I even on the Saturday morning. Come on. 
Saturday morning. Uh, I thought you said before. No, 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 no. Just like, so wake, just where, like waking up in the morning. That's where I was at. Like, I, I think I could have made a lot more use of my Saturday mornings if I, like, I, they could have been much more efficient if, if my routine wasn't just to wake up and turn the TV on for two hours. Yeah, so even now, like, the room where me and my wife sleep, there's no TV in there. Yeah, there shouldn't be. I mean, we have our, we, we, we have our phones, which kind of, it's a, it's not a TV, but the, the, also the phones probably shouldn't be in there either, but we do have no, that. That's so. kind of impossible. Like, I, I've heard of people trying to. It's tough. Oh, yeah, fuck off. It's tough not to have the phone yeah, especially in there. Especially when it's like, when my phone yeah. is my alarm clock. It's like, you know. Yeah. I uh, kind of need that, yeah. buddy. Oh my gosh! So I'm. Um, uh, can you? Is, did I? Did, what do we? Did I uh, get softer? Uh, no. But probably during the editing, it will get softer. Editing. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's one episode. Like every where once in a while, it's super soft. Yes. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. There's no way to. So turn I don't know off. if it was a microphone thing. I huh? think it's just because I I kind of pulled away from the mic. I think I pulled away from the microphone. And then we didn't hear it, right? Yeah. Like I said, I think the, the Hangouts audio is different than the Zencaster audio. But, you know, I did one of the edits, and I didn't realize this for the first, like, dozen episodes. I can actually change the volume of each person. Yes. So so there was one episode. Anyway, oh, there, that one that – that one that – well, it's, it's different when I don't know yet how to turn you up in certain parts and turn you down in certain parts. All I know uh, is, like, turning the whole – f- I know. That's me. No. The oh, you're talking about the, edit, like, the editing program. Yes, your editing program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. yeah I, I, it's I gotta play around with it a little bit more, but hey, we should uh, we should stop recording. That way, we have a chance to. Or you can play around with the saving and sending it to Christian and stuff.